You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Good evening, Michael. Andre, we have a special guest tonight. I'm very thrilled, and uh, that's why I thought I would open some sparkling wine for the event. We and thought we would end our 2018 with our, a bang. Our season. This is so exciting to me, you guys, because... I've wanted to do this for a long, long time, and uh, we've always talked about it. We have. We've talked about this for a long time. Oh, wait, did we introduce who our guest is? We yet? had no idea who this is. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. She's haven't. just chatting away. <laughs> it's like every random girl we have. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Together. Introduce yourself. I am Penelope Irving. I'm the key account manager for FWM Canada, Henry of Pelham. Yes. Wow, that was a good pop. That was That's, a beautiful you know pop. Uh, many years ago, I uh, I did a, uh, a a little event at uh, Shattered a Charm, and uh, we had uh, Michelle Bosk there, mm. and she uh, she she was not a big fan of the pop of of sparkling. Wine. Well, there's aren't, there's a actually. story that uh, Anya, my wife's grandfather, li- likes to tell. Was it your dad who tells the story about how there was a man in a restaurant who? Opened up a bottle of champagne when it was asked for, and did the whole the loud pop and everything. Wow. And the guy who opened the bottle, the boss goes to him and says, "You really shouldn't have done that," because that guy he brought all this attention to him, and he wasn't there with his wife; he was there Ooh, with his mistress. Yikes! Yeah, well, you know what? Here's my thought on a bottle of sparkling wine. I like to hear it pop, and I know you like to hear it pop. Mm-hmm. I'm a popper. You're a popper. Wouldn't you like to be a popper too? <laughs> As long as it doesn't waste wine, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of at the at the stage yeah, too. We're just like, point. I understand. I understand. I we're at we're at in the like the, the Instagram generation here, and like, I'm proud of the content I put on Instagram. But I gotta say, I'm a little over sabering as a party trick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's virtually impossible it's to saber bottle without wasting like a quarter of the bottle. It makes me cry when I see it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool. You can saber with an axe, an ice skate, a wine glass, a shoe, a shoe you know, anything. But it's just like I'm sorry, I'm, I'm over. It. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. Just, I'm just taking pictures. Sorry. That's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm Isn't this bottle pretty? So it's, yes, it uh, is. It's the Cuvée Catherine uh, Brut, uh, probably one of Ontario's best sparkling wines. Most consistent, very well priced. Did, did, and we didn't, didn't mention yet. This year. Didn't we didn't. We didn't mention it yet this year, but it's definitely in the top. 10. Hey, focus. Well, I think that's a. This is like a, for Holy life. Smoke. It's like. Well, don't you think this is like the top? I'm sorry, five you're not your actually life? on the podcast. It's yeah, but I mean, we need to acknowledge. Like, we're still doing the setup here. Okay. Oh. This is our last podcast of the year. Oh, that's right. That's why they. Uh, that's, that's why, why we the brought bubbles. the special guest in, mm. and, and we did something very special for this that I've been t- we've been talking about for a long ass time because we God, see Penelope at a lot of wine events, mm-hmm. and in front of us right now is a plate of fried chicken. Yes, and actually, you this, can smell this, that chicken. It's this, crazy. That's not the first. Anyway, um, do you know, and this this dates back a lot longer than even this podcast, Andre. That's mm-hmm. the funny part mm-hmm. is because. Um, my wife was going away one weekend, and I bumped into Penelope at New Zealand, New Zealand wine Tasting, show. Yeah, we're at the New Zealand wine show. And I we remember just, it like it's yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> and we were just sitting there shooting the. <laughs> and um, oh, this swear number one. So she says, "What are you going to do while your wife's away?" And I'm like, "I'm, you know what? I'm just going to. Um, I can't tell you." She's like, "Come on, you can tell me." And I'm like, "Ah, you know, I'm going to." This is me. It's Penelope. You it's can Penelope. tell me. You can tell Penelope anything. Yeah. 
Because she's going to put that on Facebook. Um, so, <laughs> and she did weeks later. I actually did, yeah. yeah. So she said, uh, what are you going to do? I go, I'm, you know, do the things that uh, that I do when my wife's not around. I'm going to go down to KFC. I'm going to order a bucket of chicken and I'm going to eat it. You know, the stupid <laughs> men do when their wives are away. That's where number two. Thank you. And uh, literally, I think it was uh, two weeks after I had posted something and you wrote, <laughs> how is the chicken? I, I had no idea. And she's like, That's what's with right. this chicken thing? So, <laughs> like yeah. we had a connection or yeah, something. Yeah, you right? outed me on the KFC. I did. I yeah. did. So. Yeah. Oh, this sparkling wine so good. This is delicious. I, the, Cuvée Catherine, honestly, is one of my favorite in our portfolio oh, of Henry of Pelham uh, because it's so consistent, so well done, so like value price for quality. Yeah, it's a good yep. bottle. Yep. Yeah. definitely good is. Bottle. I know my wife likes the rosé, but mm, this is mm-hmm. yeah. But the rosé is is I don't think it's as as consistent as the Ooh, brut. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Like every year, it's good. It's solid. But I think there's some years, especially talking to say Daniel, um, and he'll say you know the base was a thirteen or the base was twelve right. or gotcha. whatever. Yeah. And because of the base, you know, a hot vintage isn't going to give you the kind of great acidity that I like in sparkling wine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like. I think the the rosé is now fort, base 14 or 14. base yeah. So it is so good because 14 is one of those vintages that gave you that great acidity and I love acidity in in spice. I do too. So bringing back uh, bringing us back to the um to the chicken. So Andre always talks about fried chicken and ice wine as being a pairing. Yeah. So we thought... Well, I mean, it's still the thing. Like, I I, I was telling you off the microphone that I was telling a lot of friends... um, You were telling me you were a lot of friends. Am I all your friends? No, but... Is that what you're getting at? We were were talking about the conversation I was having with a lot of friends, and it's the same old, same old conversation when you talk to people about ice wine. Like, I'm doing an ice wine tasting on Newstock 1010 that aired, I guess, this past weekend when the podcast comes out with Ted Wallachin, where... I'm doing ice wine and some cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is common. Yep. But, I mean, it's just people... So it's wine and cheese. Like, I mean, I don't know ice wine and cheese. Anyway. Yeah, but, but it's, it's... We'll get into it when we talk about, like, what, what we're doing doing here. Because it's just... When you talk to people about ice wine, the reaction is universal for, I think, Canadians. And it's just that it's so sweet. It's so sweet. And people are still having their ice wine served with desserts. It's Canada's most re-gifted wine. I am convinced that there is a bottle of Inniskillen ice wine at an office party right now in downtown Toronto that has been regifted since it was vinified in what 1974. I, I believe that is uh, that is true. I, I always tell people it's it is Canada's most regifted wine. I think it's like uh, fruitcake. I think there's only six fruitcakes in the world, and they just keep getting passed around to people who don't like. There's got to be less than six because I I eat fruitcake. I love fruitcake, yeah. but here's the thing, guys. Th- this is, is wrong an with issue. Both of you. What's wrong with the, you, Michael? I love fruitcake. The, really? Here's the, the issue hard? I find no. though with ice wine, and, and people's perception perception of it in general, and this could even go into bubbly if you wanted to, is that people assume that it's only for certain occasions, or as Andre pointed out, oh, it's so sweet, it's for dessert. Or oftentimes at restaurants, they'll suggest you pairing it with a dessert. Yeah, idiots. And to me, you can have it every single day. You can, honestly, if you really want See, I to. Think, I, th- I think that, um, look, I, I know we, we weren't going to talk, but I think it's price prohibited prohibitive interesting to have it every day well, whereas and, i think sparkling wine 
I just meant as a taste profile. Oh, okay, got it. Yes. Right. But, well, I, mean, I, but I, I mean, think, for sparkling wine, I think you could. I do, I do also think, though, like, I'm also not suggesting that you can pour a glass of ice wine the way you would a table wine because it does no, 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 operate no, no, no. completely course, differently. Absolutely. I just mean that there's a perception there that ice wine is meant to be with dessert or, or on, yes. at dessert. Because well, it says dessert wine, but, like at, I think at the LCBO, it still says dessert wine in the section I'm trying to in. change that wording. You know, when I talk to people about it, I don't actually say dessert wine. I say it completely different. I'll actually say it varietally speaking. Yep. You know well, what I'm what I'm serving. Well, I know the a hole in me. Um, once we went to, I know an, that I, person too. Yeah, everybody has met him. Um, we were once at another wine company where uh, a lady by the name of Debbie Pratt used to work, and um, <laughs> they took us around and they tried to tell us that ice wine, uh, we should we should somehow get away from the idea that it was sweet. Um. So I called it um, uh, sugar adverse or something to that nature. So, <laughs> oh my! Uh, but I mean, it, it is it is a sweet wine, but people have to get away from the idea of that it being something strictly for dessert. Yes. I think. Well, and I think trying to mask the fact that it is sweet is a little bit of a problem because then you're trying to convince someone that it isn't what it is because i mean chemically speaking Absolutely. chemically sugar speaking challenged, that's yeah. what i called it sugar mm, challenge mm. but i mean chemically speaking like let's face it most ice wine has twice as much sugar as a can of coke the bricks content is yeah, yeah for sure it's quite high so, however in saying that i don't you guys agree though it's all in taste like we all become educated on various different wines when i educate on ice wine i'm tasting people through the process and the the different you know qualities of of the ice wine itself for but pairing how, purposes. But how, but how do you get around the idea that it's sweet? People come to you and they say, oh, you know what, I like it, but it's sweet. How do you get around that? Well, you know what? There's different things that you can do with it. And I automatically start out by saying to people, because this is one of the biggest issues too, is how cold are you serving it or how not cold are you serving it? Oftentimes when you don't serve it cold enough, it's very colloidal and, or oily, if you will, and sweet. If you chill it properly, I find it, the, some of that goes away a little bit. Um, and the other thing is too, is like, how are you tasting it? Are you tasting it properly? Are you just kind of downing a glass and going, oh my gosh, this is just in crazy sweet. Or are you physically learning how to taste it? I mean, that's sort of where I've gone with the ice wine and fried chicken is I'm not trying to mask the fact that this is and what I it is. A very that. sweet I wine. love that. And it's, it's, it's a kind of the funny thing about fried, making fried chicken too, is this is like, we're sitting around here on our, like it's what? Tuesday, it's a Wednesday. It's a long ass week. It's mm-hmm. a long ass week already. We're a couple weeks before Christmas recording this, but making fried chicken is a three day process. But the end product is not something like we can't. I can't put a white tablecloth on this table right now and you know put a wonderful plating together and put that in front of me. I mean, I, I mean, I could do that, but then it just wouldn't be fried chicken, I right? I don't know if I'd think I was at your house if it was a white tablecloth. But I mean, it's I just sort of like it's, it's embracing yeah, what it is. So I'm, so I'm trying I. to take. I'm trying to knock ice wine off the pedestal a, a little bit. And, and this I'm is what I love about you. Chicken. This is what I love about you, and this is what I love about Michael is that you guys do take things off the pedestal and you sort of dissect them and you see it for what it truly is. And that's what I love about this tasting is that we're taking something off of a high pedestal and we're putting it down with something that people eat every day, if you will, or as a treat. And it's well, it's a amazing. treat with a treat. It's, yeah. I think it's, 
Fried chicken is a treat. Let's face it. For all of us, fried chicken is a treat. For you, it's well, maybe it's, not it's for Michael, dirty, it's your but it's secret is. from your wife when she's away. Yeah, when she's away, Kentucky Fried Chicken is my uh, in your underwear. You know, I mean, that's so, fine. My underwear because you know you can wipe your fingers on it, and uh, you yeah. know, it becomes. See, a I, I guarantee you, after this podcast comes out, I'm going to get a half dozen text messages from friends who are pissed that they weren't here for that because fried chicken has become an event in this house. I think this could, would have been a great friends tasting to get a, a variety, right? <laughs> but then we would have had I'll to share the wine with other people. Yeah, I'll be there true. for both of you. But why don't, we, why, don't we, why don't we dig into it? Like, we, we already have the whole meal, but we yeah. can do this kind and of And it smells amazing, there. so... Yeah, it's, we got, it's we got great. So, so three pieces left. we got the drumsticks on Yeah, there. here we go. So, uh, penalty, grab yourself a, a piece of chicken. Okay. And we're going to get right into this. Yes, Let's... Yeah, that was close, and, eh? And Henry's ready for some fried chicken, too. Okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but this chicken is... You're not going to share the recipe, right, Andre? Oh, I got the recipe posted on my website. Oh, oh. okay. Andrewinereview.ca. So we have three different kinds of... Um, so we're not going to chew all through this podcast. I'm but, taking more than a bite, guys. Sorry. Oh, uh, so we had three ice wines uh, with with uh, fried chicken, and Penelope was uh, was nice enough to bring along um, Popeyes Popeyes just yeah. to see what's going on because you love that chicken from Popeyes. Never had it before, and I'll um, admittedly tell you that. Did you purposely do their tagline? I was wondering that too. I love that chicken from Popeyes. No, it's from the commercial, right? And yeah. I, I understand that Penelope had such a long drive here because you live in the middle of nowhere that oh, you had gosh. to eat the biscuits. We, so we never ever get the other biscuits. I did. I live in the geographic biscuits. center of Toronto. It's not out of the way. I had a biscuit in the car. Yeah. Thanks Let's for see. throwing me under the bus there. Right. Yeah. But a moment on the lips. Oh, the chicken's good. Right? We, we, we tasted through <laughs> the, the three packs so of Henry Pelham. Do you want to talk that. about the wines? I think they're available right okay, now for Christmas. So, yeah, they are. Actually, these wines are phenomenal. So they're not only available, obviously, at the winery, which I encourage a lot of people to go down because you can physically do a tasting. Um, and Henry Pelham is such a neat winery. Isn't like, it? People don't, don't realize yeah. the tasting room is that just that old... I don't even know what that was. It used to be the inn. It used to be the inn. Yeah, the inn. Yeah, and it actually, you know, used to be like this little pub way back in the day. Uh, So, yeah, they're available at the winery, uh, obviously at the LCBO. Uh, What I love about these ones are they're 200 mil, and you can get them in a gift set, in a gift box. But you know what? I often hear sometimes people saying, well, you know, the large bottle is too big, and what am I going to drink it? This little bottle is actually phenomenal if you're just having a little taste of it. Well, I think you're worried were, about the dog getting a chicken us. bone. There were four of us at the table here. Michael did. Uh, Anya joined us for, for dinner, and we did mm-hmm. the Popeyes, and we did this. And she ate more chicken than anybody. My God, I've never seen somebody pack on that much chicken. Are you talking about me? No, she's no, talking Anya. about my wife. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was geez. shocked at how much chicken she put, oh, put down. <laughs> she just packed it in. I think she's making up for something. But anyway, go on, Andre. Um but it was kind of cool because we were able to do, do a compare and contrast to see which of these ice wines. And the thing is, it was enough to give us each uh, a, a good taste of each of these ice wines mm-hmm. along with the food that we were having. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, for a table of four, if you're going to do a tasting with a meal like this. So we had two two white ice wines. We had a Vidal and a Riesling. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we had the, what, what's it's called Cabernet, the Cabernet. But correct? it's Cabernet Franc. Cabernet Franc. That's correct. right. But I think every year it's, the, the, doesn't doesn't the, it change, that's why you call it Cabernet, because there could be a little bit of Sauve in it there. It could change we, sometimes. Uh, this one in particular is 100% Cab Franc. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I think we we all had different impressions on how they went with the chicken, or was I the only one who actually thought that you were a little bit? I think you were a little bit uh, more discerning. I mm-hmm. mean, I think in general, all three of them went with the fried chicken pretty well, but 
like we had the Vidal. The Vidal paired very well with Popeyes. I and, thought so too. And yeah. I think um, what we learned is Popeyes is a fairly one-dimensional flavor chicken. And very, don't get me wrong, yeah. it's delicious. It's tasty. It's crunchy, but it's Love just that chicken from Popeyes. It's just salty, right? Yeah. Uh, and the Vidal is a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more one-dimensional, and, and it's kind of tough to be this critical because all three wines and the chicken is pretty well made. Um, but I the Riesling went with. I, I thought it was kind of lost on the Popeyes. It was yep. okay. It was a little bit lost, but yours. I don't know what your eleven different herbs and spices. That's that what you did put it for there, me. That the Riesling, because of that acidity, because of I don't know what exactly it was. Your chicken and the Riesling ice wine just it, it popped like you got that in your mouth, and it was just like wow, that's that's really fun. Well, and. If, if we're dissecting a little bit about like why I think these things go really well together, is it's both um, complementary and contrasting flavors and textures. So chicken is is oily and fatty and big, and once you get Salty. past the salt and you think about more than just the salt, like it really just fills your entire mouth with that flavor. That's what she said. Ice wine does the same thing, right? Like ice wine is oily, heavy, even chilled properly, it's still going to invade your mouth with the flavors absolutely but you get the contrast with the sweet and the salt right so i find it just helps amplify michael what do you i don't know what is what up do you with want about tonight? what are you 10 what are you 10 yeah you're nine me to say that but you, won't, you are so. nine i think here's my thing you know as good as popeyes is uh the reason why i wanted to bring it tonight was for two things one is because you know it's, it's fast food yeah i know you were right there andre she, she was very worried was like is andre's chicken gonna be good i hope it's uh maybe you that's know. why i brought the chicken so in case it wasn't good just, no just in case andre's but turns into popeyes is that you know dirt. chicken place where everyone goes and grabs a thing of chicken and they go home and they eat it with their fries and their coleslaw whereas i thought your chicken really exemplified like that homemade delicious it was had a lot of spices in it which was so delicious and i think that's for me why it worked for all three i know you guys disagreed on this one but i think all three worked with hey, your don't chicken with, don't let me in with look the cat bronc i didn't think because i i just thought because of the the red berry profile of that wine i didn't see it as good a pairing i thought the white ones were and the I, loved it. I still find that the, the sweetness like just the the overall sweetness of the ice wine pushes those red berries right into that. Like it, it does make it taste like the strawberry rhubarb jam that every tasting note in Niagara says about this. But it just it amplifies that confected sweet flavor, and it's a perfect contrast to salty and savory and herbaceous. Right? Maybe, maybe you're just looking for some cranberry sauce to go with your festive special. Well, but why would I put cranberry sauce on my festive special fried chicken when I've got my cranberry sauce in a glass? And here's the thing that I That's thought the I cab the cab ice wine did for me, specifically with the Popeye's chicken, uh, is that it actually, the peppery notes of the cab franc really came out for me with the Popeye's. Whereas when I ate Andre's chicken with the cab, it was a little more, sub- more of the fruit in the cab came out than the spices because Andre's chicken already had the spice. So I'm for me, not, they both worked. I guess I'm just not looking for that in fried chicken for, or, or with my fried chicken. Maybe because I think you're it. normally sitting in your underwear and you're eating it, <laughs> drinking a two-liter <laughs> bottle of pop True. and watching <laughs> and who knows on TV. Anyway, so and we're not sure what you're watching you on TV. So it's a little loose underwear these days. Whereas so. this tasting was a little different. So I think... Maybe you're not used to those flavors coming out Maybe with your not. chicken. I just, I guess, I just didn't want red fruit in with my, with my chicken. I okay. thought, I, I yeah. said, I thought the Riesling was, you know, spot on with yours. The Vidal very good with Popeyes, and I think if, <clears throat> if we're gonna go to dessert, I think the Cabernet is the dessert 
in the in the whole thing? Uh, I think for dessert at this point, um, we started writing for Toronto Life. We did. Uh, that's Yay. that's one of our highlights for the year. Yeah. But Very I've had the opportunity guys, to t- taste Thank a lot you. of spirits. And I'm starting to do scotch with my dessert, whiskey and dessert. Apparently last night you had a lot of spirits. <laughs> it's a Christmas spirit. Yeah, yes, he, had the, he had the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. But like a, a, a good, bottle these days a good, yes, it does. A good scotch, like a good scotch that isn't overly peaty and smoky with a nice pastry is an outstanding pairing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it's I'll a be contrast, doing. right? It's, yeah, it's contrast. I guess I really would just want to encourage people instead of, you know, always saying, oh, it's so sweet. It's yep. so sweet to maybe think outside of the box a little bit when you're trying it and share with friends. You know, it's. So what are, what are other pairings that you would go? The, obviously, you never thought of, of, of fried chicken with it. But what are other pairings that you would go? Let's let's get out of the sweet uh, or the biscotti or the, or anything else that people would think. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot here. No, I can it's okay. See I it. love I, it. I see your eyes are bugging out. No, no I'm no, actually really excited by this. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, this, the, I haven't excited a woman in a long time, Andre. So give me. Let me just. Let me just. Let him have it. Let me just. Let him have Draw it, this out a little bit longer. What would you pair with it outside of chicken? Hey, don't rush me. I, I like to finish ahead. <laughs> One of the women that likes to do that. Yeah. Go ahead. You know what? I love a variety of ice wine. In fact, all these three I would pair with cheese. I'm a big cheese freak. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking cheeses from all over the world. I love good cheese. And so I'm literally always choosing different cheeses to pair with this. I think it's easy. It's fun thing you can do with your friends. You can not only guess through the cheeses, but then you can guess through the ice wine. And it's honestly, I've turned people around from one saying, oh, I don't normally drink ice wine to I really love this. So is there a specific cheese that you would? I know you like all cheeses, but I know a lot of people say blue cheeses or blue vein cheeses or stinky cheeses. Well, I mean, that's the thing about ice wine is once again, you're dealing, you're dealing with, uh, with contrast, right? So, uh, there's a lot of these like really firm cheeses that can be over, overpowering like Gorgonzola. And they can uh, overtake. A hundred percent. And and it's the thing about, about ice wine is like we, we focus so much on the sweetness is when you get that contrast. Yeah. It, it all of a sudden takes um, it all of a sudden takes a Riesling ice wine, which the first impression, especially if you don't drink a lot of wine and you don't drink a lot of ice wine, where it's just like all you can focus on is just like this just tastes like, you know, like cereal milk. Like it's just pure sweetness. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. It's just that like sweet, sweet, sweet. And you get that contrast with like a really strong, stinky, firm cheese. Or an old cheddar is another great one. Well, that's and what I was going to ask. I'm a big fan of old cheddars. Yeah. And they're fighting but, but on your palate almost. And that's too. it though. And, but it, it, it cuts through the sweetness. And all of a sudden, it's just like, holy, this tastes like apricot. Yeah. Oh, my God. This tastes like like confected peaches. It's like layers, right? And, and it, it takes this this wine that, you know, is sweet, will always be sweet. And, and I mean, it is what it is. I, like, I'm 100% um, of the mindset that we shouldn't be trying to mask the sweetness in ice wine, but we should be embracing it Enjoy and finding it. the right things to go with yes, it. Yes. Thank you, Andre. But it's, but it's it. the same thing with the Embrace cheese, the though. Buzz. Like, we could, we could, we could, we could put a, a chunk of, of Rockfort on the table right now and it would stink this room up it would straight up more stink this than room up. michael's feet 
Definitely. Mm. Oh, my, uh, feet, my feet are. My, we, would, are we would be getting. Are, are right now? Good. We would be getting. Uh, what, 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 what was they call them? Contrasting aromas. <laughs> well, we uh, we talk a lot about uh, gas in the, the second podcast. With <laughs> yes, so, uh, so here's think, my choice of cheese because uh, because a lot of people talk about blue veiny cheese and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm talking Spanish manchego. You throw a, a chunk of that. It's crumbly. It's hard. It's salty. It has a lot of amazing qualities to it. And I'm telling you, with either the Vidal, actually, I would pair all three of these, but my favorite is with the Vidal. I like Parmesan. It's delicious. Like, Parmigiano. It's, 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 another one, it's another one where you think about Parmesan as a, as a garnish, you know, no, your Caesar I, salad, I your pasta, but like, come on, Parmesan just is, I agree. tastes amazing. I love it. Yeah. No, it all depends. Have you, if, if you've had the, when I go to Italy, there's, a, there's a guy that's at the tasting that has three different ages of Parmesan. Mm. Now, if you haven't had the 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 you know the five year, the ten year, and the fresh Parmesan, it's just outstanding. Now, when I've are we going? Now, now I've got to bring a bottle of ice say, wine with me. Apparently, we need. Well, to you do travel that. the world, of course. You, well, then on your. I'll way. do it without you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first hey, to so, say that. <laughs> so before we start signing, before we start signing off, because we've yacked about ice wine for over twenty minutes now, what are you doing for the holidays? I'm, I like uh, the way you say that. It's kind of a, there's a little bit of a, you know. I figured we should talk about what we're doing for Christmas. Yeah, I love that. What are you doing for the What holidays? are you doing? Well, there's certain things I can't say on here that I'm doing, but anyone that knows me probably can already guess what that is. But I'm Traveling uh, to the Middle name? East with a no, suitcase for underwear? No, I was underwear? just there. I was just there a month ago. What's his name? <laughs> exactly. See, that's why you and I get along. Uh, I, outside of probably having more ice wine, Henry of Pelham with fried chicken, I will be visiting my folks in New Brunswick. New Brunswick? Oh. Is that yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. Mike, what are you doing for the holidays? Yeah. Uh, Besides KFC in your underwear. KFC in my underwear is probably the Boxing Day uh, mm. achievement of my career. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, it's off to Michigan for. Um, no way. That's where my wife's family's from. We uh, we do that, and then we come back here, and we celebrate with my brother. And then uh, between Christmas and New Year's, I kind of just let him hang out. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, and Andre, I know why you're asking this question. It's not why I was asking. I really yes, wanted to I know, know what people why. were doing. Because I know exactly what's happening. There's a reason for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Andre, Andre wants to gloat because I'm going to Michigan. You're going to New Brunswick. Yeah, I know what he's going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Where are you going? Where? Are you, uh, what are you doing on, Andre, for the holidays, Andre? Going. Sure, make us all jealous. I'm going to... Nothing, we're nothing. He's doing nothing. He's uh, just England. sitting here at home in his underwear, too. So you're uh, starting in England? Going to Poland. Oh, my... Then we're going to we're going to Lyon. Oh, Lyon! And we're going to be spending a day in uh, Hermitage. Hermitage, wow. Beaujolais, Bourgogne. Wow, are you kidding me? And then we're going to Switzerland for a couple days. (laughs) Then we're going to Switzerland for a couple days. And then he's going to close the book. Can you bring me some Swiss chocolate? Yes, I'll bring you some Swiss chocolate. I would love that. Thank you. But actually, I think the stuff you're really looking for is the reason we're going to Hermitage is to go to the city of chocolate, Malrona. Malrona. Wow. And then I'm back for four days and I'm off to Chile for for a week. So maybe I should bring Penelope back as a guest host and we should just... uh, Whatever. I I replaced you while you were gone to Australia for two months. Yeah. Can you imagine if Andre wasn't here, what our conversations would be? My goodness. He's like the judge and jury executioner. Isn't he? Yeah. We would just talk for hours about... Oh, we would have to send those podcasts to Dean Tudor, who's our sober second thought sometimes. (laughs) I think... 
I think our conversation would be great. I think I think we'd have a great we, time. I think we, we would. Really yeah, would. I agree. Really I'd be more than happy to do it anytime. Uh, Penelope, Michael, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy New guys. Year. Happy Hanukkah. And all those, and uh, happy Kwanzaa to you, uh, Penelope. I know you celebrate that one. Th- yes. Thank you for reminding everybody. Thank uh, you. It's, it's really nice and of I hope you. Everyone, everyone who's listened to this podcast, thank you for listening this year. I hope that you have great bottles of wine and great people to enjoy them with over the holidays. And I'm just thrilled you guys had me on your last. I'm a huge fan of both of you. I love you to pieces. <laughs> oh, and I'm thrilled you. that you had me on for your last podcast. Oh, it's great. We're going to be off for a few weeks anyway. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of... So uh, cheers. So I wish you the regular sign-off, so a little bit of cheers. I'm uh, Andre Pru from underreinterview.ca. Subscribe to this podcast. Take it away, Michael. I can't believe there are going to be angry phone calls. No, not for one, this one. But you never know. Well, I mean, ice wine's pretty controversial, but... Yeah, so is sparkling right. wine. Henry Pelham, that's controversial. But Maybe it's cold outside. I'm Michael Pincus. <laughs> oh, you Sorry, had I had there. to go there. Is it too yeah. soon? And what's in this drink? <laughs> Don't tell anybody I put something in there. Um, so I got to remember who I am. Don't Michael Pincus of oh, MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Michael Pincus from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. And as always, no, not as always, have a very... Happy New Year. God bless us, everyone. Here's a coin. Go down to the shop and get us the biggest turkey in the window. It's a goose. Oh, the goose. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.